President Ramaphosa sidestepping the controversy involving the robbery on his Palapala farm when he delivered his reply to the debate on his office's budget vote in Parliament. However, his reply was delayed by more than three hours after EFF MPs demanded that he should not be allowed to address Parliament due to the allegations he is facing over the heist on his farm in 2020. It was one point of order after another. This Parliament. Mr. President, My hand has been up. Can you please Mr. President, me? the Honourable the President? What on a point of order, Speaker? The Honourable the point, point, point of order, order Speaker. No, uh, no, Speaker. Point, point of order, no. Speaker. The same thing that we are no. telling you about, Speaker, no, you are doing Speaker. it again. Point of order, Speaker. gender-based violence and you are silencing women in uh, this parliament. Point of order, Speaker. Point of order, Speaker. The Honourable Piwaba's hand was Point of order, Speaker. For the longest time. Uh, point of order, Speaker. Questioning whether the President should be allowed to speak. Speaker Nosibiwe Mapisa Nwakula had her hands full. After three hours that I am not taking any more points of order, and I hate to say this, the points of order which are being raised are similar points of order, and clearly there are points of order which are meant to collapse the business of the day. Those from the EFF who contributed to disorder was asked to leave the house. Sergeant and arms, will you please assist honourable the Nakula says this matter will be investigated. Three and a half hours later, Ramaphosa could address the house. But he says details around the robbery cannot be addressed now. In the face of the advice, I have that I should not be responding to speculation, conjecture, allegations, or even so-called revelations. I will give all these matters consideration against the backdrop of the advice I have that this matter should be ventilated in the proper and appropriate forums. And I repeat that the law must take its course. Ramaphosa also reminded MPs that he has a track record of being accountable. I, as the sitting head of state, which in a number of places is unheard of, to have testified at two major commissions of inquiry since 2018. Other heads of states never submitted themselves to that level of inquiry. I want to reassure and indeed remind this House that accountability is a responsibility I have never shirked away from or shied away from. I want to reassure and indeed remind this House that accountability is a responsibility I have never shirked away from or shied away from. That was President Cyril Ramaphosa, Zeline Meddington, Parliament. All right, Dr. Stembley and Better joining me now on the line, Senior Political Science uh, Lecturer at the University of Pretoria. Dr. Mbete, good morning and welcome to The Weekend View. Did somebody say deja vu, perhaps? <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> it is like watching uh, scenes that we haven't seen, I think, in maybe 
five, four years uh, now. Um, yeah, it was a bit of deja vu. Uh, and I think that it is, and look, in, in, in many ways, uh, I think that it was sort of the repetition of behavior that we've seen before mm. and an indication that the that the kind of uh, patterns, firstly, of political engagement uh, of the EFF mm. uh, that we became used to seeing during the Zuma presidency, but also uh, the uh, quite um, rough way that parliamentary officers deal with that behavior uh, that that's become sort of set and institutionalized uh, in in our politics mm. uh, and so that what was happening uh, six seven uh, years ago uh, is now um, a, a set pattern of engagement in our politics and not an exception. Mm. Perhaps if we have some time, we'll reflect a bit on what it what it also says about about the EFF, that this is also how they're still operating and whether they, they are struggling perhaps to also figure out how to how to operate differently. But let's talk about, about the optics, right? Just the, 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 the brutal way that you saw female members of parliament being dragged out of the house by their hair being shoved for a country with frightening levels of gender-based violence. I, I mean, it's, it's triggering, it's chilling, it's, it's, it's the last thing you want to see. Definitely. And the thing is that there is, it, what's striking to me is how um, it all, all automatically gets to the heavy-handedness, right? That the first, mm. um, that the first response uh, is kind of this violent um, uh, ejection uh, of, 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 of parliamentarians um, before there is kind of other negotiation or anything else. And so I think that the very rough manhandling, uh, excuse the, uh, the, the, the gender terminology, <laughs> but uh, of, 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 of women in peace, I think is very concerning. It did strike me though, if you, if you look at some of the images uh, and the video that came out, mm. uh, that um, there does seem to have been the consciousness to have women dealing, women security officers, uh, being the ones who were handling uh, women MPs mm. uh, and perhaps and, and made me wonder whether there was uh, some sensitivity to, to, to some of the scenes that we've seen before. Mm. But um, I think that it, so the point that you're making about the concern about that in, in, a, in, a, in a country with the levels of gender-based violence that we have is certainly uh, an important one. But I think also secondly, uh, that this idea that you can have uh, that kind of um, rough order keeping and policing uh, in, uh, in, in, in Parliament, in the, House of in the House that represents people, I think is a concern um, for our democracy as a whole. We know that there are all sorts of ways in which Parliament is treated as an exceptional space. Yeah. Uh, so members of Parliament, for example, um, have their speech protected in Parliament. So they can say things uh, in Parliament without being uh, facing criminal liability. So, for mm. example, uh, you can disclose a certain secret in Parliament um, mm. and you're protected in that speech because uh, because of your role as a public uh, representative. Um, and so to have that kind of very rough policing and security keeping in, uh, in that kind of house, I think, is a concern. 
uh, for us and for our democracy. And as I say, that you have, you automatically get, you start with the rough security handling before you do anything else. Mm. Uh, and, and look, and I do think that um, the EFF knows that uh, how quickly things escalate uh, in Parliament and that there hasn't been the adoption of any other ways of keeping order uh, in the House. And they've turned to then use that as political strategy yeah. uh, and, and, and as a political tactic, at least. Yeah. Uh, but I do think that it is very concerning that we haven't found other ways to manage uh, those kinds of dissents in Parliament. You would have heard, Dr. Mbet, in the clip that we played, the president, um, of course, in an attempt to reassure South Africans that uh, he will not and has never shied away from accountability, referencing his appearance at the Zondo Commission, for example, and saying that he'll do the same here. Was that enough? Do you think that uh, he he really hit the mark on, on that front? I was saying the, uh, earlier on that, you know, you're saying, well, the process is in place and we want to wait for that. But just tell us how, how much it was right nothing actually precludes him from from stating what what he knows or what or what his role was here the fact that there's still a, a lot of vagueness ar- around these issues i imagine doesn't inspire enough confidence or do you feel that he struck the right tone and him perhaps not saying too much is the right strategy no look i think that the the president's ways of accounting to the country have been structured around these big events, right? So uh, like appearances at the Commission of Inquiry. Uh, but we haven't had much kind of routine accountability from the president where he takes us into his confidence around whatever it may be that is going on, whether it was, you know, the scandals around the former health minister uh, with PPE um, or any of the other things or the big scandals that have faced his government. Um, the president doesn't have a practice of uh, routinely accounting to the public through interviews, through engagement with the media, and through answering questions uh, that are very difficult. It's always these almost waiting for these big platforms, uh, like a commission of inquiry, where uh, the um, the parameters of that engagement are actually quite safe. Uh, and so I did chuckle a little when he said that you know he'd been the most accountable president that we've ever had, um, because I think that 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 accountability is always very structured uh, mm. and, and takes place uh, on on kind of very, um, on, on quite defined stages. And it does concern me that there, as you say, there are basic um, issues that we, or, or areas of clarification uh, that we just have not had from the person. So mm. how much money was taken? And um, that's a very basic, you know, that's a limited thing. It shouldn't need a big police investigation uh, to clarify that. Mm. Secondly, what was the source of the of, 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 of the money and how long had it been there? Um, because I think that, you know, contrary to the initial um, complaint from Arthur Fraser, I think that the the issue here and I think the area that needs to be ventilated in terms of, or that could be an area of criminal uh, liability, is not that the president didn't report it to the police. Uh, no mm. one is legally required to report a crime, right? And if that was the case, 
that people were legally required to report crimes. Uh, there would be many women who don't report sexual assaults mm. uh, who would be legally liable, right, in our, in our system. And we know why women don't report uh, sexual violence in our system. Mm. Um, and so the crime here isn't that he didn't report the theft, uh, but there are. Uh, concerns about how much money was it, what currency was it in, mm. uh, was that currency reported, um, and was that money uh, reported uh, to, was it declared rather, to uh, the South African Reserve Bank, um, mm. if that money was the proceeds of sale or from commercial activity, was that money reported to the South African Revenue Service? Um, and so those are sort of, those are issues um, that I think are of concern in terms of crimes that may have been committed. Yeah. But then the second thing is that in terms of ethics, um, where does this put the president in terms of his business dealings? We know that the president made a big thing of, um, of, of of distancing himself from his business activity when he became the deputy president. Mm. Uh, what is the status then uh, of this farm uh, in terms of the president's commercial interests? All of these are, 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 are questions that the president does need to answer in mm. his capacity as the person in whom executive mm. authority is vested by our constitution. We and are out of time, of Dr. Mbete. We're yes. out of time, but just a quick one on what this means in, in your view for brand for brand Ramaphosa, which we know um, at, at some point was even more popular than, than brand ANC, right? Uh, he's, he's certainly a respected and a loved individual as well. What do you think this particular saga will do for for him, and of course his uh, um, his his aspiration to get a second term. Well, look, I think that um, the people that support uh, the president still do, uh, and I think that what we've seen with these kinds of things from previous. Uh, presidents is that uh, the supporters of the person just are entrenched in their support. Uh, those who uh, disagreed with the president are, in, you know, are become entrenched in their opposition. Mm. Uh, I think what will determine what the eventual effect actually is on Brand Ramaphosa is whatever comes out uh, of the investigations that are currently going currently underway. Mm. It was a pleasure speaking to you, Dr. Stembi Lembete. Thank you. Senior political science lecturer at the University of Pretoria.